0: <laughs>
1: Ladies and gentlemen, from the Inland Blue Studio, this is the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast with your hosts, Steve Hale, blah, Chris blah, and Ron Newt, double blah. <laughs> Alright guys, and welcome back to the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast. I, I'm here with your host today, Chris Thayer. Steve Hale, and I'm Ron Mills, and we've got our special second episode with special guest, Mr. Todd Pemble. Say hi, Todd. Hello. Thank you for having me again. That's right. Todd's back with us again. Uh, we're going to pick up uh, right where we left off last week. Uh, we've got a lot of great stuff on, uh, on uh, tap for you, as it were. Uh, so let's jump right into it.
2: Uh, well, uh, I went to Long Beach Comic Con this last weekend. Oh, that's right. How was that? Uh, surprisingly good. Really? I, I felt pretty um, down on the whole thing after going to the Comic Expo yeah, back in April.
1: I heard the air conditioning was on oh this my time. God,
2: that is not the place where you want to have the air conditioning go out.
1: There, nothing like a room full of crowded, uh, mostly overweight people in yes. d- dense costumes yes. sweating for five hours, right? Oh, my right?
2: God. We, by the time like I got there at 11... That place was ripe. So thank God it was in a bigger room. They were nice. actually the actual convention center area instead of like the, the meeting room upstairs where it was in, in April. Um, and uh, the air was on for most of the time. So it was it was still pretty smelly, but it wasn't like you know, April or, or San Diego smell. There was a year at Comic Con where the air
1: conditioning was not functioning and oh it was the ninety it was ninety nine degrees in San Diego. And the Comic Con smelled so bad. Oh my God, would people. You, you would walk around Comic Con and it would stink. And then the next year, it was fucking classic. The next year, uh, Right Guard came in as a sponsor. <laughs>
2: Handed out. Where did they go? We need them back.
1: Handed out little mini deodorants at one of the booths all year long. It was so great, dude. And I was like, that's where that's where the term deodorant came from because (laughs) I was so livid. Like, I'm like Jesus Christ, just carry deodorant with you, people. (laughs)
2: You're you're 350 pounds. You're gonna sweat, man. Yeah, no. Let's know who you are. And if you're wearing a costume, you're cosplaying. Come on, dude. You're going to be sweating. And even if you're a lady folk, like if you're coming as a
1: woman, I don't care how hot you are, you will stink. You will get the lady stank
2: going. We don't want to smell that. All right. Cool. So you've got some uh, 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 record, at least one good recording that came out of the weekend. I tried to bring out the recorder and I I did it all direct through the iPhone with with a recorder I used to use to record live shows and stuff. So I figured I'll give it a shot and see what happens. Some of the stuff that I did um, was really, really funny, and it it didn't, you know, you couldn't hear it well enough. Um, So, luckily, the guy that that I really wanted to get on there, um, he has agreed to come on the uh, future show. So, he's he's fairly local; he's out in LA. So, we'll set up a a time to bring him in. Sounds great. But uh, let's go to this first little bit, uh, which I think Steve will definitely appreciate.
1: All right, and we we apologize for any of the audio, audio quality in the upcoming bit, but it's not that long. So, let's go ahead and take a listen.
2: This is Chris. I'm at Long Beach Comic Con, and uh, I've decided that it's about time that we decipher the mystery of the goggles. Why on earth is everybody wearing goggles? All right, I'm here with Will from the Brass Wardrobe. He has a wide variety of steampunk and fantasy uh, gear uh, accessories. Um, we, we have a running debate going on our podcast. Um, We're looking for somebody to explain why, in Steampunk, everything has to have goggles.
0: Uh, Okay, well, the easiest answer I can think of for that is, uh, in Steampunk, generally the mode of transportation is going to be airships. It's going to be, you know, up in the air, and, uh, you know, when you're out there, they didn't have windows, they didn't have, you're standing on the deck, it's like a ship. So, you wear goggles so that uh, you can see, you know, when you're up on the deck. So, that's why, you know, uh, even if you're a mechanic, if you're a banker, if you're a hunter, you're going to wear goggles. Not only that, uh, in Steampunk there's a lot of mechanical based themes um uh, there's a lot of steam powered objects you know if you're working on some kind of invention you need protection when you're uh you know in case your invention explodes in your
2: face okay uh that's about the best answer i've ever heard so um we kind of established like the 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 necessity of having them but what about you know if, if you're not traveling why why do we still need to see them
0: well, in reality, um, there's actually no reason for most characters in steampunk to have goggles. Um, you know, like I said, a, a banker would possibly have goggles if they were, um, you know, uh, on an on a airship traveling. But if they were just, uh, you know, doing their job, they wouldn't have need for goggles. Right. So technically, there's no reason that you would have to have goggles if that was your profession. But because it's um, such an iconic um, design, uh, you know, an archetype, and people just love goggles as yeah. part of it. They love yeah. the mad scientist trope. Um, so because of that, uh, you can have a costume where you're just a, you know, uh, wearing a nice Victorian suit, um, and you're vic- historically Victorian, you put a pair of goggles on it, you're steampunk. You can be a pirate, you put a pair of goggles on it, you're a steampunk pirate. You can be a cowboy, you put a pair of goggles on, and you're steampunk. <laughs>
2: That's an amazing answer. Thank you so much, All right, So, that's, no,
1: that okay, and that is exactly my problem with steampunk goggles. Is the guy
2: selling the steampunk goggles goes, "You know, you actually don't really need, need, goggles. need goggles." Well, but he had a point because a girl walked by and I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like, you know, Wild West, like stripper, cabaret girl. And she turned around. She had gone. on her
0: head. <laughs> like, hey man, okay, no, she's
2: she's I never stupid. said Strip that they
3: had to make sense. <laughs> you
2: know?
3: I'm just saying that they just are. You know, but, no. Those,
1: Steve, first off, that guy uh, Steve from what was he from? Do you uh, remember? It's like the 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 brass wardrobe. The brass wardrobe. Steve from He's the, the a brass wardrobe. Really smart guy. Please go buy stuff from Steve at the yes, brass wardrobe. Yes. Thanks for the answer had too, Amazing buddy. Amazing stuff. Yeah. And that's a great. A thank you. Fantastic answer. And that was probably the best. Best piece of anything Chris got from Long Beach yeah. Comic Con. No,
2: and I talked to several people who had little boots set up that yeah. had goggles, and I, you know, I tried to get like some information that was different. He nailed everything I threw at him. That's great. Um, and, and even though he's, yeah, it didn't, it doesn't really make that much sense, but it is a look. Here's my
1: favorite part <laughs> of his answer when he's like, "Well, you know, it's like they would be flying in ships whether they're a banker." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Or, I'm going. What the fuck does a banker need goggles? It's like, well, it could be an air bank. Are, are all the
4: ships actually open cockpits? Yeah,
1: well, it is steampunk time,
2: it's, Yeah. No, I mean, I, my favorite part was, yeah, and you might be working on mechanical stuff, and it could explode on you. <laughs> like, safety first, people, sta- safety first. Steampunk shit that blows up all the time. I'm just saying,
1: <laughs> I have been taking shit for the goggles at Comic-Con from a Steve Hale for so many years now, for years and years and years, because every time I'm like, I don't, like, I legitimately do not get steampunk. Like, I get, like, why people like it, but I don't get it as its own sort of I, – I don't get the wild, wild west. I don't understand this sort of faux It's past. It's what happened when goth people found the color brown. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: mean, that's what it is, you know. And even right now, it's kind of on the decline. I mean, I didn't see that many people uh, as, as we have prior years of San Diego doing the steampunk thing. Well, so, I mean, I saw know. a lot this weekend.
2: I was surprised. I feel like I have a picture of one dude, which really made me laugh, and I had to stop and take his picture. And and I'm not one of those people that takes pictures of people in costume, right? Right. But this dude had like a a captain's hat, like like a military captain kind of hat, Um, and he had on goggles on the hat. And then he had like these blue blockers. <laughs> blue blockers, really. Like, why are you wearing glasses with goggles? Why don't you just wear the freaking goggles? Well, Where that's the other way the of that annoys me. Yeah. He's
4: the Maverick. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like it was goggles on top of goggles. Like, he was like <laughs> you danger can be
1: my, zone, man. You know what you need? You, <laughs> you can never be never my wingman. You time. be my wingman anytime. In my But you know, I just I just come from
3: the background of like, you know, do do what you want to do yeah, and sure. you know it, whenever you ask these questions dude all I hear is my old man when I was a kid <laughs> why do you why do you want to have hair like that man cuz I fucking do
1: Okay but that's, that's not just the good question. enough you The question know? is why the fuck do so many people in steampunk wear goggles? And what is the point of the goggles? And here's the part that drives me nuts about it: if they're a banker no. on a fucking plane,
2: man. <laughs> you know, they bam. have to go in that air balloon. Right. Okay. Yeah. So does the
1: banker with goggles hang out with the anime uh, lawyer guy? He's all all
2: Objection! The- <laughs> yeah, they're all on the same dirigible. I, I love that he said you could be a pirate. No, an goggles, anime guy Steam in the steampunk, steampunk world pirate. are the goggles
0: bigger? <laughs> they I, are, they I are. so
2: wanted to buy some goggles and. And take them over to the 501st booth and have them put them <laughs> on the stormtrooper helmet. Because then they would be steam t- steam pump stormtroopers. Oh, I've seen the steam troopers. Dude, and I, all yeah. I'm saying is.
1: For years and years and years, every time we go to Comic-Con, and I see the fucking booth with the people selling the goggles. And you know what? They got some interesting pocket watches. Some and all, beautiful craftsmanship. All the craftsmanship that they sell, like, I support it. I just don't get any of it. There's never been, like, a movie for me that really came out that was steampunk that's, like, uh, unless you're, you like, the what? time machine or something it's like a,
2: that. Even the, the, um... Don't say Sher- the Wild Wild West. Sherlock Holmes. No, that was definitely steampunk. But, but Sherlock terrible. Holmes... Kind of had that vibe to it as well. Yeah, but no, but Sherlock Holmes didn't wear goggles. Dr. <laughs> well, Watson you didn't sure? have goggles on. He had a monocle. <laughs> I think we need to go back and watch. <laughs> no. In the
3: second one when he was driving that car. Goggles?
1: goggles. They had goggles on. What? The second
2: one <laughs> when he was Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, too. Seven, the, the, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, Holmes. you're talking about that. Robert Downey Jr. Oh,
1: dude, I'm thinking like original Sherlock no, Holmes. No. Oh, come on, man. That's Iron dated. Man steampunk. <laughs> right. I'm just, Iron Man, it
3: is Iron yeah. Man steampunk. Well, I mean, now the mystery is solved. Is it? I know. No, so I the hot wait, wait. so
1: the hot broad the hot broad that you made me feel like an idiot in front of at Comic Con like six years ago? When I was like, I don't get the goggles, and you're like, that's because you're a fucking square.
4: Like, right? <laughs> who cares? About, who cares about the goggles right. as long as they continue to wear the
3: corsets? I'm happy.
1: Okay, but yeah. that's like the Renaissance fair finding its way into steampunk. It's and, like, and that's what it is, sure. And yeah. a lot of those people are ren fair people too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I just I don't get the goggles, and that has been a bone of contention from day one. <laughs> I mean, you
3: know, it, it's something about the headgear or something because you yeah. see it in, in the like the like the. um like kind of that dark wave techno type of goth scene too you see a lot of that one of the 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 vendors said you know i'm not really selling
2: these for the steampunk people this is for coachella this is for burning man oh yeah Yeah, you know and she had like goggles this is a different booth um where they had like spikes going around the outside, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. "What purpose does that serve?" And so You'll see somebody that somebody tries to pull your goggles off; it pokes their hand. What? You'll see that a lot of clubs like bunker and <laughs> yes. stuff. You know, they're they're she was very room. all honest. those people. They're, yeah. they're
3: stomping their boots to the yeah. new world order crap. Yeah, you know, no, I was so. really
2: surprised. She was like real straightforward. Was like, Pff, "Whatever steampunk, I'm selling these to to the Burning Man Hey, man,
1: like seriously though, uh, uh, having been somebody that worked a booth at the Renaissance Festival in my late teens, early twenties, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um uh man, most of that stuff wasn't sold to people for the Renaissance fair, no, like let me just like put that out there right now, yeah, a lot of that shit was sold for home use yes, like it was, was uh <laughs> Todd's got dude, big I, happy eyes right now. I, I played a, a, a gig running wild.
2: at Ren Fair the after party, uh, and I swear to God, I've never been groped more in my life. Yeah. Just uh, as a musician, it freaked me out. We got dude. a few.
3: We got a few friends who could reminisce on oh the glory God. days. I think I and I the, at one abuse. point we'll yeah. bring.
1: A, I'll bring a friend on, and we'll do a, a Ren Fair friend who still does fair yeah. stuff. Uh, she's a fantastic woman. Uh, her name's uh, Darian Devrie. Uh, she's part of the Merry Wives of Windsor uh, oh, singing
2: group. Kimmy's part of that too. Yeah, yeah.
1: a Great, great singing group. Uh, they do uh, traditional Irish sort of drinking songs and stuff. I still uh, have
4: nightmares of the Jack and Coke that you served me. At, at your Ren Fair. At booth. the Ren Fair after yes. party or during the day? It was during the day when it was still 100 degrees. and Oh,
3: nothing ice. like having a Jack and, and ice, Coke. Yeah, and... Ice got caught in the middle of the whalebone yeah. that he filled
4: full of Jack and Coke, and all the cokes in the bottom <laughs> can't come up because the ice is lodged. Oh,
1: oh, just man. straight
2: Jack Daniels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I will tell you that there are some great drinking stories from the Ren Fair days, and yeah. someday we'll jump into that, but uh, not, today. not today.
2: So I, I enjoyed Long Beach Comic Con. Now, what I didn't see was a lot of horror stuff. Because it's supposed to be Comic Con and, and horror, horror yeah. convention, yeah. Um, and I didn't see it. That kind of bummed me out because I was thinking of you while I was there. Because I know that's your thing, and I, I really was sort of underwhelmed. Yeah, most, the most of that of it? stuff
3: now is it, you know they over the weekend was um, Days of the Dead, yeah. which is a it's a horror convention, but it's it's really celebrity autograph driven. Yeah. Um, You've done that a couple times, haven't you? No, I still clear the, the, the Days of, of the Monster Dead Blues. one. Well, and then there's Monster Pluza that was a couple of weeks ago. Son of Monster Palooza, and that's very horror-driven. Most people, are
2: you know, the real deal is going to go to that. So,
1: well, that's I'm,
2: I, I mean, we've but talked. I, I it was a good. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. it was a good uh, con. Definitely, the the expo was horrible, and that's my yeah. daughter went to me yeah. w- went with me to that one, and. I, that was her first convention. I felt so like bad that I took her there first because then it's like well, this is what you're excited about.
1: Especially when you go to cons, like it, when you go to Comic Con and you understand like the level the Comic Con, yes. at Versus some of these smaller conventions, it, it was. It's like pathetic. going to
4: Frankenstein's, quite yeah. honestly. Yeah, but yeah, at like, the same time, you know, are you guys starting to look forward to the smaller cons versus no. Comic Con as, as you a get, creator? You get rid of all of the... yeah. I'm just there for Sons of Anarchy.
3: I had a blast. You know, As this. a lover of conventions, I look forward to the smaller cons
1: throughout I, the year. Hey, look, sure. when, I want, when I'm feeling like I want to purchase some stuff, smaller cons are great. But the problem yeah. with the smaller con is I'm paying basically what I paid to get into Comic-Con a decade ago for something that I can walk in like 15 minutes. And like, that doesn't excite me. I'm not a toy person. Like, I'm not looking to buy knickknacks and shit like that. I'm very specific on what I'm buying. And most of the time, for me, there's not enough to hold my interest. Um, I do enjoy the costuming. Yeah, uh, yeah. the cosplay is like I, I love good cosplay. There was a lot there this weekend. As long as Boba wasn't
2: there, I'm cool. So <laughs> fuck that guy.
1: No, Wolverine I, and Boba Bul- Fett should not yeah. be intermingled. Yeah,
2: I'm not a big fan of the crossovers.
1: Although I do love Elvis uh, Stormtrooper. Yeah, and, uh, you have to love Jedi Jedi Stormtrooper. Elvis Stormtrooper.
3: He is a member of my uh, club. Um, he's not a friend of mine, but he's a friend of uh, friend, my friends. Friend of so, friends. Yeah. Yes,
1: Elvis yeah. Trooper. You're Guys, it's a, it's right, a great dude. outfit. But Boberine, <laughs> I'm not supporting Boberine. Yeah. And any other random bullshit crossover, like, yeah. I like anime and I like this, and I, I don't support that at all. Like, not even a little bit. So, if somebody
4: tried to cross over Marvel and DC in cosplay, <sighs> would they just get their ass handed to a You them know what, dude? Con?
1: That could fucking,
3: like... Start
4: a riot at the Con. or
3: like a rift in in the fabric of the universe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I mean, just fucking just don't just say just, just fucking say no. Just say fucking bullshit. Remember How about that? Nancy Reagan? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, don't don't mess with that. You you were
1: liable to probably get made fun of. And in... I don't even know what you would cross over because so many of the characters are basically the same. Yeah, so yeah, you know. It, it, I mean, it, that's a like a whole other. If if you ever want like a really good uh, a podcast about comic books, uh, Kevin Smith's Fat Man on Batman. Yeah, he does. He talks about DC a lot, but he he brings on comic book creators and they talk about like mm. essentially that idea of you know these two companies borrowing ideas from each other. No, I mean, sure. It's, fucking oh, it's rampant. But it's yeah. a great a great podcast. It's kind of what got me into podcasts, believe it or not. Yeah. But um, but yeah, man. Uh, uh, Long Beach. Uh, I, I I did WonderCon. Mm. Last year.
2: WonderCon I loved.
1: Wonder WonderCon to me cool. was a, it was what Comic-Con was about a decade ago. I can't
2: wait. And I, I'm going to have a booth. Good. Um, so I, in turn, we will have a booth yes. at WonderCon. Um, I, I'm going to get a booth at, at Long Beach um, in the spring, Comic Con, yeah, uh, no, 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 the the one that just happened next year.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, I mean, the nerd life. It was
2: it was perfect for what we're doing. Yeah, the nerd yeah. life
1: crisis. We're gonna start reaching out and go to more of these uh, uh, conventions and such. Uh, I think more interviews are in our future. Absolutely. Uh, we, this was our first uh, adventure into interviewing. By we, I mean Chris. Uh, the rest of yeah, us did I really not suck at it. <laughs> so that's and, right. And uh, the, I the technology of it.
2: <laughs> Was uh, was definitely uh, rudimentary, but I I'm, I figured some things out. And uh, being the the sound engineer of the of the group here, well, you know we've got, uh, the better in the next one.
3: We've got Kamikaze coming up too, yeah. end of October, beginning of November.
2: Oh,
1: is they're doing that again this year? Yep, good. that's, that's good. actually starting to uh,
3: pick Let, up. Where uh, is that? Uh, it's the at LA
2: Convention to to center. center. Okay, right. what's the Let cost on Kamikaze? Me of the day.
3: I think it's about twenty bucks. Is
2: it a day like the first weekend? Is it like
3: October? It's October thirty first, first and second. Is that the so. Stanley one? Yeah, yeah. Stanley bought into it. I think last year. Cool. Or so. I'll like go every year one the it's, it's, I think this is going on its fourth year now, mm-hmm. and every year, man, it's getting better. It's, cool. it's well, definitely well, getting better. The nerd better. life
1: crisis will definitely be out there, and uh, we will come and find you and ask you stupid questions about stupid things, Absolutely. like goggles and such. All right, right. So we're gonna move on to our next topic over here. Uh, I want to talk about the Deadpool movie. Hell so yes. the dead, finally the Deadpool movie, so much good stuff coming out of that Deadpool movie. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, they released uh, re- during Comic Con this year. Uh, they leaked, quote unquote, oh, yeah. Fox, quote unquote, leaked uh, a test footage or test uh, uh, sample that mm-hmm. they did of the Deadpool movie. It's very, it's it's very rudimentary. It's I mean, all CG. Yeah, it's all CG. It's like they just did it as like this is an example of what the tone of this movie would be. Um, if you haven't seen it, you can find it on YouTube. Yeah, if you're so, lucky. It, no, it's there. It's easy, it's easy to find. Testing the interest to see. Yeah. If I, if, well, I think and especially with Ryan Reynolds, like yeah, that was the big that was one because he was yeah. damaged goods after after a few of his movies. Oh my god. Um, yes. but you know, what? that guys he, we I, we are mixed company about Ryan Reynolds here. I am a Ryan Reynolds supporter. Oh, I love Ryan Reynolds. Don't but, get me wrong. But amazing, he got stuck in some really shitty movies. Well, he, I love Two Guys and Girls in <laughs> a Pizza Place. That's a great film or great uh, TV show. Um but, you know, he was the wrong choice for Green Lantern, ideally. He yeah.
2: was the right choice for Deadpool, though. Like, a Absolutely. thousand percent the right choice for Deadpool. And if, you yeah. weren't, if you're not sure about that, go watch Ron's favorite movie, The Wolverine Origins, and you'll see a taste of the Deadpool pre Yeah, but once, once Ryan Reynolds leaves the screen,
1: just turn the movie off yeah. and walk away. And <laughs> yeah. Save yourself the disappointment of the next hour. Yeah. Um, but, but come back at the very end. That's not him. That's a whole different actor. No, but really? that's yeah. No, it that doesn't him. matter. He doesn't
4: say anything. It ain't
1: him. It's a whole different actor. What? That's but it doesn't Ryan matter Reynolds.
4: if it's a different guy because he doesn't say yeah, anything. that's not at Ryan the end. Reynolds. At the Are you end sure? Of the Where'd they find um, an actor positive. without a
1: mouth? <laughs> yeah, that's the interesting. Probably, I don't know, you know. there's a whole group of actors <laughs> like, <laughs> like when they like doing Save and Private Ryan. They're like, we need dudes without arms that and legs. just like him though. It's like, not fucking him. It's called makeup.
3: Wow. <laughs> like when they did the movie Because the Freak. eyes look dude, the same. You just fucked him all Oh up now I'm so disappointed. Dude. Yeah. Well, now
1: you know why I hate that even movie even more. So, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> so anyways, uh, but they released this footage and the internet like broke for like 2 days. Uh, I mean, it was yeah, a, the, it was the hottest thing that they were talking about after after Con, dude. Yeah.
2: Dude, talk about stealing thunder from everybody. Hey, yeah, the internet
1: broke. Well, here's the thing, man. If the Avengers 2 footage had come out, yes. People would have gone ape shit over that, and when that it's coming out soon, people will go ape shit when they see that it's that good. Um, But this Deadpool stuff tonally, it was perfect, man. If you haven't seen it yet, there's a a perfect Deadpool moment where he's like talking to the camera, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Oh, excuse me, I got to go do this thing," and then he like drops into it. He breaks that fourth wall, but that perfect moment when he's like getting his head smashed into the uh, the 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 emergency brake, and then when the car flips, and it's like that moment of it goes into super slow-mo Matrix stuff and yeah. he's drawing a picture of the guy yeah. and it's like his head getting cut off and it's all
2: you, <laughs> yeah. you
1: know? And then the car like flips over on the guy and it comes up and the head's on the little stick right there. Like tonally, I'm like, yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I want this. I want two hours of this and I want it yeah. to be fun. If
2: the whole movie were like that, gold. So here's, Let's
1: hope. So here's the discussion. and We've had this discussion recently about other films. PG-13 Deadpool... Versus a rated R Deadpool. Now here's here's my art. I-, I will argue the four side on the PG thirteen. side. I'm
2: gonna uh, take your side with that. Little, I know Steve is squirming over here.
1: Yeah, there's 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 a fact that you know in a PG thirteen movie you can't say fuck. You can't say fuck. I believe one time in a PG thirteen movie. Really, that's it. They, they did well if you just watched uh, uh, when you watch X Men Days, of, not Days of Future Past. Uh, First Class. Yeah. Uh, Wolverine tells Professor X and Magneto to go and fuck themselves. Uh, yes. And then there was uh, uh, Transformers. They yeah. just, in the fucking Transformers movie, uh, the dude goes, would somebody tell me how to get the fuck out of here? And I'm all, this is a Transformers movie. And a dude, you can't put that in there. I dude yeah. just dropped f the F-bomb. The animated one that came out when I was a kid. I remember him saying shit. He did. He did say what? shit. They do in the animated. That's wow. a PG movie. But, okay, so you can get away with one fuck, for sure, in a PG-13 movie. You can get away with all the violence you want in a PG-13 movie, as long as yeah. no yeah. blood happens.
2: Now, here's my thing. Because I read Deadpool, and I don't remember there being a lot of fucks in the comic. Okay. He, the language is not there. Right. If that's the big issue, there's no nudity in the comic. Okay. Which is the other big issue so for an art. the violence is the big issue. The violence is the only real issue. And if you look at the comic, the violence isn't that graphic. The things that happen are, but the way it's drawn is not that graphic.
1: Well, let me ask. Let me ask, a horror guys over here, in a post Walking Dead world, and I do use the Walking Dead as a great example, because exactly. there's a lot of shit on that show that happens on television, really you know? graphic, and that's really graphic. Mm. Like, are we? Is violence not that big of a deal anymore? Oh hell no! You know, man, I, I think
3: we have. I hate to say that. You know. We're desensitized to it. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's all you know. You can't turn on the news. It's all over your social medias. Um, you know. I mean, these kids are making you know their own freaking schoolyard fight videos and putting it out there on the yep. net and shit. It's I mean, it's not a big issue to me, but at the same time,
4: maybe I'm desensitized. But I know it's fake. I know it's a TV show or a movie. And at the same time, I don't have kids, so. When I'm thinking about stuff like this, I'm not thinking about
2: whether my kid's but seeing this or not. But think about when you were young and you saw, like, Faces of Death.
1: I did that not was, see Faces of that Death That was hardcore
2: was at the time because it was real. Yeah. Now, to these kids, that's every day. Yeah, you, can, you can
3: look that stuff up on the internet it's, so it's easily now. We,
2: um, we, like, had to hide that shit. And when our parents were at work, watch that. You well, know, I, I think, I
3: think, I think I, what they're going to get, you know a rated r versus the pg13 is in the rated r you know the headshot you know in a rated r they're going to blow his face off and they're going to show it in the pg13 he's going to get hit but it's not going to blow his face off it's i not, mean it's going to have the violence but
1: is what you're saying
3: yeah i mean uh, honestly I, with a movie like deadpool i can understand a pg13 well it's not a horror movie. Yes. It is an action based character. But you there's know, an uproar with a about lot of violence, the but... idea
2: of a PG thirteen, which I think is ridiculous. First off, you're gonna cut your potential audience in half. Yeah. If you go with an R rating. Yeah. Not to say that those kids that are under eighteen aren't going to go to the film anyway with their parents but the kids going on their own is going to be cut way down
1: I'm just saying that they just said fuck in a Transformers movie yeah so here's my question like what are we in an uproar about it what are we really going to lose would you let
4: your your kid under 17 read the Deadpool comics Yes. yes yeah so then why can't we make it Un, a PG thirteen movie. Well Agreed. the comics
1: the comics have changed greatly in the last ten to fifteen years. Yes. Ever since the comics code went away, right. yeah. like everything is fair game now. Like right. the comics but, I mean, comic books are completely but the Deadpool different. It's not is something not, you're hiding from your kids no. as a comic, so no, why hide no. it from your kids well, as a movie? From
2: my eight year old, yes.
1: <clears throat> from my sixteen year old, no. But would you take your eighteen year old to see a PG thirteen Deadpool? I wouldn't. Like that's
3: would um, I take
1: him to go see it? Maybe. I would go with him to see maybe. it. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the real There's question. A at, at a certain point is, do you even look at that PG-13 and go, maybe I shouldn't take my kid to no. see PG-13
2: film? Because that in our house, we're a really open family about that kind of stuff. And it, we kind of, I think, are, are like Steve's um, experience growing up where you know, Carrie will sit down and say, hey, let's watch Alien. You know, they watch Sharknado together. Love it. They're such a good family. <laughs>
1: family that watches really, Sharknado together stays together. Really disturbing oh, wow. films.
2: You know, the feed will watch those. And I think, in a way, by watching it with them instead of how it happened to me, where I was held prisoner she while learns, my dad slept, she learns not to fear sharks. She understands the proper utilization of a chainsaw. Uh, Weather patterns become all more All e- comes <laughs>
1: back to Sharknado. <laughs> Weather
2: okay, patterns become with easily with accessible. But I, I, I think I would have a, I would see it first. You know? Okay. All right. What, was Guardians PG 13? It was. Yeah. And there I was. There was, was to see Guardians.
1: Dude, some folks died in that film, too. And that there movie? was some strong language. There in was. Guardians. And he flipped off the camera. Although I have well, to admit, yeah, yeah. the bit was funnier in yeah. the, the trailer than yeah. when he actually, like. Yeah. Like when it was all warning, obscene gesture, and it yeah. was blurred out. I thought that was a lot funnier. Yeah. So, but whatever.
3: Yeah, to me, you know, with like with my little guys, would I let them? You know, would I take them to, you know, uh, you know, House of Thousand Corpses when they're five years old? No, no. no, but as they start getting a little bit older, like I'm not gonna, I, I wasn't this way with with Sid. You know, teenager, watch it out. You know, I don't care. I was. Watching at what this point shit. though?
1: I mean, at what point does a movie like Deadpool that has graphic violence like? I, I mean, you're talking a movie where a dude cuts a dude's head off with a sword and, and then plays with the guy's head it's a little twisted it's you know a little twisted. so it's like what at what point does the kid is the kid old enough to like deal with that you know and I mean for me. I don't know. I think you go kid by kid basis. Like I, I was always a little older mentally as a kid, but the problem with me is that no matter what movie it was, like if there were things, I would get nightmares about certain elements yeah. of it. Like Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Once again, I've mentioned this before, but Ghostbusters gave me nightmares as a small child. You we know? need those nightmares. I still we need hope to hopefully. stop coddling
3: these kids and start, you know. Stop raising pussies. <laughs> I, still, I still hope, though, too, that, Ride that even of if they're into under the 17 right. and they've gone to go see somebody
4: get their head cut off and played with, that I've taught them at the age of 13, but that's not quite the
2: cool thing to do. I think that's pretty fucking cool, dude. Deadpool is badass. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I think it would be stupid to make Deadpool an R. Yeah, I'm because you've got on this a goldmine property here yeah. I that well, could cross over with the X Men. Yeah. It could cross over with the Fantastic Four. It could cross over. Oh, Would you?
3: You <laughs> hear they delayed
2: Fantastic well, Four? I'm with you. I oh, mean, yeah, really the, only the Deadpool.
3: Thing, it's going to have the violence. So what about the language? I mean, so what is it cutting out? Full frontal bush. Yeah, but that's not in the comic anyway. Exactly. So I think you know, everybody is freaking anything. out
2: over it's not our. It yeah. used to be our. Now, let's look at what an R movie is. Right. And none of those elements nah, other than I'm, really I'm with, graphic violence are in the – the From the horror guy,
3: I'm with Chris on this one. I don't think it needs a R. Make as much money know.
2: as you can off of that franchise yeah. and keep it PG-13. Yeah. You think yes. so? Hell yes. Hell <laughs> yes. Hell yes. No. Yeah, my <laughs> neck is hurting a little bit from – a almost snapped oh. one over there. Yeah. Quit pussyfooting with it and put it out. Make it as good as it can be. Under the PG-13 umbrella yeah.
1: Push the boundaries I mean they can really push the boundaries You can push
2: those boundaries
1: yeah. You know it's a movie that uh, And Steve and I were talking about this earlier and, and this gets into a lot of different conversations we had But a movie that I thought pushed the boundaries Like really appropriately And was a great horror film Was the Evil Dead remake Like that yeah. movie I've seen Evil Dead I've seen Evil Dead 2 I've seen Army of Darkness yeah. I knew what was coming in that movie And that movie was fucking fantastic and there were moments in that film that were tense. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. And it wasn't just like torture porn for the sake of torture or anything like that. But man, oh man, what a great film. Right? I
4: liked the Evil Dead remake as much as I wanted to not like the Evil Dead remake. Oh, yeah.
1: I came into it with negative, it was-
4: like, there's no way this is going to be good. I mean, it's, it's totally different from the original I, because you're missing the Bruce Campbell yeah. You know all the campy, but it's so. Yeah, but, but another reason to that like didn't,
3: But that didn't happen until Evil Dead Two, right. and then Army of Darkness, and Evil Dead One, which was they were pushing it like with the gore, mm-hmm. but they weren't using blood. That's why it was coming out green and pink and all these yeah, yeah. crazy
1: colors and shit. Well, and know? it was meant to be a horror film, but it was they, they had no budget. It was laughably bad. Yeah, like, yeah. The, and to this day, like. And in the movie, like, the whole the tree rape sequence, which, yeah. if you've never seen Evil Dead, they're, like, the demons possess the forest and blah, but they, this tree, like, basically, like does terrible Literally. things to this woman and it's it's like I, we're sitting here going like yeah fuck yeah it was awesome but it's like it's so hor like it's hor it's horrifying to my brain you know yeah. and and uh, the only thing i wasn't down with was like the overly modulated like you're all going to die tonight like that voice like i i can't deal with overly modulated uh uh voices coming out of characters in mm-hmm. movies cuz i fucking hear it like as yeah. a person i'm like god you really we didn't need to do that like but the
2: human voice can make scary enough sounds thank on you, its own yes. let's not but That's the dude in the bathroom, the girl in the bathroom in that fucking oh, movie? Oh, that
1: made me uneasy, actually. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> yeah, oh that, God. that scene made me, Yeah, that was, was getting me. And then the whole end sequence, when she's, like, fighting this demon, and spoiler alert for a remake of a movie from the 70s, but the raining blood. Yeah, like, That's was cool. Like, that, it, I, there's, there's very few things that, like, I got done watching and went, that was fucking awesome. Yeah, good
3: horror movie. And you know what, actually, I didn't need? I didn't need the the hidden scene at the end of the credits with Bruce... Campbell. Oh, but don't I didn't you need it. I don't didn't... you desperately want to see another Evil Dead movie? I don't with the two do you, of them. I don't. I, I really do. don't. Man, yeah, I do. I
4: don't. I've, I I would love to see another Evil Dead movie with Bruce Campbell. But I want to see. Like, I, don't, I don't want to see one done by whatever her name was that did it. Uh, who was? What was the name of the uh, the woman that wrote it and directed it? Or oh, the that, Juno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember her name. I, I don't want to see another Evil Dead with Bruce Campbell by her. I'd like to see not that I don't want to see another Evil Dead by her.
1: <laughs> we get a point.
4: Get it,
3: I your actually don't I want I to see. Everybody, I'm, no, I'm okay. like I'm like done with it. This, it's good the way it is. We don't need a second yeah, some one.
2: Movies you don't want to. No, no, no. I no, think but,
3: this remake
1: was good. It
3: was well, wouldn't solid. You, wouldn't you be in interested
1: this, to see where they go with it? Like.
2: No, because
1: then that's when they get wonky, man. No, it doesn't need to... But what if you took Bruce Campbell and instead of making him sort of like the goofy 80s version, what if that character had grown older and you put him in this realer like more real situation with like this like he's fought the deadites before like through time and space and shit and like you put him in a situation with this girl and like you could actually take that story somewhere interesting because the reason can Bruce Campbell do serious uh, yeah he totally can like uh, the problem is great
2: on on Bird Burn Notice minutes. yeah oh, I mean he's I he never, was I the never highlight of the it. show he's a, he's I a, never a, watch that show look so.
1: man he's an actor
2: and the simple fact is is that
1: we actors get pigeonholed into certain spots because it's what we do well and casting agents look at you or directors and they're gonna put you where you best can service their story. Like I'm not a leading man. I'm not gonna be a leading man. I'm, I'm like You're a
4: leading man in my mind. Yeah.
1: I'm two hundred and right now I'm two hundred and thirty pounds and five foot nine. Like I'm a little Are fat You really? Yeah, I'm a fatty fat kid. So uh, but uh, but the point is is like I'm I'm a great comedic sidekick. I'd be a great number 3 in any show or movie or something. I could play a bad guy really well. I mean, these things, this is where I fit,
3: you know? And it's You want to be Bruce Campbell's fucking comedic sidekick? Is that I would, what you're saying? Oh damn, straight. I would oh, love to. <laughs> but Bruce <laughs> Campbell,
1: <laughs> Bruce Campbell fits as that goofy lead. Yeah. He's that he's he's yeah. Nick Cage with more talent. How's that? Now, he months is months.
3: that guy in, in but person unfortunately, too. The, what they would do is they would say, "You know what, man, we made a lot of money making that re- that yeah. Evil Dead remake. Let's make Let's make a remake of the Evil Dead remake just to make the money. They'll, they'll fuck it all up. They always do. They like time, they and, time and time and time again,
1: dude. You know, they, they just they show what they'll do to it. Well, I, 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 I tend to disagree. I, I really enjoyed that, and I'd like but to see more But I did enjoy the movie. All right. right. So we're going to move on. Uh, uh, big topic for the week, top five horror films of all time. So, we don't have to, it doesn't even have to be all time. We'll just do our top five horror films for the Nerd Life Crisis podcast. This will be a group effort out of the, uh, the, the four of us here today. Um, and I'm going to uh, let our guest, uh, Mr. Todd Pemble, throw out his first uh, of his top five. Uh, the
4: first of my top five would be Halloween. That movie still scares the living crap out of me. Just seeing... <laughs> Michael Myers step out from behind a bush and just stare at you like there's no tomorrow. That scares the living crap out of me. And I think I think I actually have a thing about blank white
1: masks. You mean the Inside Out William Shatner mask? Well, the Inside right? Out William <laughs> Shatner mask. How <laughs> effective <laughs> that was yeah. too. That is. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. all it is. It's an Inside Out, they turn that's it. amazing. Yeah. Well, what's amazing at, is that
3: they got Thank the you, you, go inside you. Out, <laughs> out
1: too. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's no amazing idea. over here. All right, uh, yeah, you didn't know that. I had no idea. Oh, I thought that was common yeah. knowledge, dude. That's like, no. yeah, for sure. It's yeah. uh, that's uh, the uh, coolest thing I've heard. Actually, all week. I think they, I think they just painted it white. They but but they turned it inside out. They did turn it inside out, so it didn't have any of the, uh, uh, the texture, the texture, texture of at all. Think, yeah, yeah. and then they spray painted it. So how cool. they
4: how they get the hair on the inside? I'm
1: sure they just glued it on. Sure. They have an art department. Like the that's the those thing people about do. Shatner that
2: people don't know. He's got he hair has on the blue inside. on hair too. <laughs> uh, so what is
1: okay Halloween? So aside from my anything else from my, besides Michael Myers that, uh, As in more movies? No, no, I mean more like that about, movie. about Halloween. Like, what's your favorite scene from Halloween?
4: My, my favorite scene literally is that part... Well, there's a part where she's in class and she looks out the window, this being Lori, Jamie Lee Curtis, looks out the window and sees him across the street just standing there staring at the building. You assume that he's staring at her, but hey, maybe there's somebody in the shower in the window downstairs. <laughs> I don't know. But And that one, and then as they're walking down the street going home yeah. and he steps out from behind the bushes... There once again just staring, stalking, scaring the living crap out
2: of me. So if you come across Todd, don't stare at him. He hates that. Gets him every time. You, you can stab him all you want, but you no
1: staring. Make sure you make lots of sudden movements with Todd. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> don't just be standing in the dark in my
4: doorway.
0: Like Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Like
3: Evil.
1: Uh, Steve, what do you got for us? Uh,
3: to me if it still scares me today on a friday night with the lights off 30 years later the shining
2: i was thinking yeah, about that the shining
1: is on the top of my list what's your favorite scene from the shining <sighs> so many good ones That's oh, such a good choice i mean choice. the
3: ones that scare me Oh, just dead. when 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 the kid is shaking and the the scenes of the blood coming out of the hallway. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, that flashing going back and forth. It's still it's a scary ass scene to me. The the terror on that on that kid's face, which is really amazing because he didn't know he was making a horror movie. Really? Yeah. They wow. kept that away from him.
2: Nothing like child he didn't, abuse in he movies. He didn't
3: know what he was making. Stanley
2: Linda Kubrick <laughs>
3: was very adamant about not letting him know what he was really
4: doing. There's an interesting documentary about The Shining, too, and it's a bunch of film critics talking about all the little ins and outs, or at least the ins and outs that they think are in the movie.
3: Well, one of the, one of the things that's actually a fact of that movie is that Stanley Kubrick and... Uh, Jack Nicholson, the way that they treated um, uh, Shelly Duvall was horrible in the in that movie, uh, uh, offset hmm. or you know in between scenes. Uh, what the way that they treated her today, uh, there's laws against. Um, what, like what they were, were they? just cruel to her, like yelling at her and such. I, it just you name it. Oh wow. I mean, just they were very. abusive. Did they want
1: her to feel that abusive? Yep. Like. Goddamn that's what they were actors, going man. for man wow. You know, The Shining though fantastic choice like, did, they so go, far, did they
3: go back and
4: apologize to her after the no, movie I'm sure I were don't not think they did it was all yeah. Yeah, at yeah. that point in I mean, time it, but if I don't you're, think if they if cared if you're doing it just to get that that whole feeling out of
1: her I mean was that, that,
4: is well, that what they, they were saying they, they were, obviously
1: scarred her for life because she went and mid- made Popeye shortly thereafter I yeah, yeah, love like,
3: Popeye I love Popeye
1: so, yeah, The Shining,
2: uh, one of my, my top cool.
1: favorite horrors. What you got for
2: us, Chris? Honestly, dude, I, I, I attribute it to this uh, film that I don't watch horror films. Um, I, not very often. Uh, occasionally, one will sneak in and I'll go, all right, I'll watch that. Uh, and, and I haven't seen it since. I must have been about five or six years old. Um, but for me, it was The Omen. And I'm the sure if you Omen watch is it now.
4: great one. I love the craving. I, I
2: refuse to watch it. Because oh, really? I don't want to know it's if it's still you, scary. It's all for you, Damien. It's all for you, Damien. Yeah, that, one, that one
4: still creeped, that one uh, creeps me out. Yeah, Joe. I ain't
2: watching it. And I didn't watch the new one either. I, I'm not <laughs> doing it because I don't want to know if it's still scary because for years I had nightmares. And here's why. I should not have seen that movie because I was way too little and my dad was on the couch and that fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and that movie came on and I was afraid to turn it off because yeah. it was so
1: scary. We did the same thing with Revenge of the Nerds at my house at mm-hmm. nine. so You were that, afraid to turn that off? I,
2: was not, I wanted to turn it on again and again oh. and again. Yeah, <laughs> that movie. Shall we <laughs> the load? <laughs> yes. So yeah, I was scarred as a child for years because of that movie and at this point I don't know much about it. Oh, it's such I a just, good film. I just don't want to see it ever again. Such a good film. And I'm sure if I conquered my fear and watched it, I'd probably go, ah, it's dumb. But no, there, it's were there a scary. number of people right. that
4: actually died – after filming that movie, yeah. would say that there, is like a, that
2: there
1: is, yeah. some say that there's like a curse associated with yeah. the movie. I don't know. It the won't the be affecting right now, me but.
2: because I will never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so many, uh, so many good movies to choose from. Uh, Halloween would have been my first choice. Like I love the original Halloween. Um, I can't put Friday the Thirteenth on this list for me uh, because it's more of a uh, uh, slasher. It's film. a slasher film and not really scary. Um, but you know what movie uh, has always left a lasting impression with me? Poltergeist. Oh, that yes. movie, Poltergeist. That's Real good. That's Poltergeist. One. Yeah, and and it's a movie that there are some scares, there are some chills, yeah. but in totality, that movie even today. Like makes the, the the gives me goose flesh, you know. It makes uh, it makes Ooh, another the hair, cursed film for oh, me. Yeah, the second so.
4: one's almost worse, just because of that old dude. Oh yeah, the old He's guy. God, God is in,
1: in his holy temple, <laughs> yeah. but like that creeps me out. Yeah, yeah, when she's like that whole the whole sequence with the tennis ball and the rope and all that shit in the netherworld. I've always been afraid of the little old lady. Oh. This house is clean. And She's like Carolyn, come into the light, Caroline. Like that, like there's so much tension in that moment, yeah. and especially. Leading up to it, because you have the clown, the tree attack. You have the dude like peeling his face off. Like, yeah, right? oh man, so much good stuff in that film. Was uh, that Spielberg? was no, yeah. it was Toby Hooper. Was it Toby was it? Hooper? Toby Hooper directed or He was a producer, producer. Yeah, connected okay. with it. Yeah, that okay. was back in Spielberg's heyday when every, yes, Toby everything Hooper he touched did, turned to gold. Well, still,
2: what has he done that hasn't? He did. Uh, what is it? Super 8 or whatever.
1: Ah, oh, no. That was a J.J. Abrams. That was uh, a great movie. I, I like. Super He 8. did
2: one that was about that. Either way.
1: Um, but yeah, Poltergeist. Uh, Good one. Anybody want to throw in another one? Exorcist.
2: Yeah. Exorcist. Yeah, yeah. Exorcist is up That's there. That's Carrie's. Right. Carrie um, has the same reaction to yeah. that that I do with Omen. She won't watch The Exorcist? Oh, hell no. And there's like 15 of them have come out in the last 10 years that are Exorcist. Honestly, movie- any related. of those
3: religious ones. I mean,
4: even <laughs> yeah, if you're not you religious- just the whole idea that it's, it's actually the there, you know, it's just creepy. I
3: yeah. wanted to name Sid um, Reagan. Really? After The Exorcist, but. Uh, but you do not want to be mom People be like, yeah, Republican. Yeah. Her, her, mom, her, her mom put the X-Nay on that one, especially yeah. when she found out where it was coming from.
1: She said, no, that's uh, not going to happen. Yeah. All right, so let me ask you this question. Uh, I think that's a fantastic top five when we go uh, Halloween, uh, The Exorcist, oh, The man. Omen, Poltergeist, and then what was your other one that you had, Steve? I'm sorry. Uh, The Shining. The Shining. There we go. Uh, That's a great top five. What's the best horror film experience you've ever had in a live theater? In a live. (laughs) Shut up, Todd. In a live live theater. Like, not like in, like, I'm at the theater, but like going to see a film with an audience, like a group of people. With with a roommate that might have just gotten a concussion? (laughs) Go ahead and tell your story, Todd. Go ahead. Okay. So, yes, uh, I.
4: I had slipped and fallen at work, and I smashed my head on the floor, and so I got to go home because, well, I wasn't feeling so good. So I get home, Ron being one of my roommates, tell them what happened. They're like, oh, you might have a concussion. You should stay up for eight hours, you know, whatever whatever the whole thing is about concussions. So let's go watch a movie, and we decided to go see The Sixth Sense.
2: Oh, Yeah. Great movie, good film, man. Great movie. Now, scary as hell, too. Yeah, I love. I love
4: one-liners and random stuff (laughs) like that, right? So there's a scene where the kid is looking down the hallway and he sees this other kid cross in front in the hallway, going into the room, and the other kid, being the ghost, spoiler alert, (laughs)
0: yeah,
4: uh, you know, turns to him and says, "You want to see where my dad hides his gun?" And then turns around and has a giant hole in the back of his head. I lost it. I started laughing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh,
3: man. Oh. Yes. The fucking See, I one scene. The uh, can and, like, tell you. The scene, the scene, like, you know, you shouldn't be, like, laughing or picking lightly <laughs> a fucking suicide well. of a teenager. And then Todd starts laughing I mean, yeah. did you think Schindler's List was a fucking
0: comedy too yeah, yeah. holy no, no, no.
3: shit
0: the girl with it's, the red dress she's it's, back
4: it's the whole one liner thing I don't know I just you know, want to
1: see where my dad hides I, his gun I might have been with you guys Todd laughed uncontrollably for the next ten minutes like it wouldn't stop he's, people in front of us are starting to laugh at me laughing people, people in the back are like, shut up and he's all Todd's like dying he goes you want to see where my dad hides his gun <laughs> like yells it in the theater and continues to laugh At which point we're like, dude, you gotta, like, you gotta shut up And he's like, you got all the back of his head I'm gonna
4: blame it on a concussion <laughs>
1: I'm gonna blame it on the fact that you're a dumbass <laughs> Well, you're probably a valid point, but <laughs> uh, Okay, here's mine And I know you're gonna, like, wreck on me The Blair Witch Project Yeah Like, at huh. the movie fucking theater Because I didn't know nothing Like, yeah. found footage Camera movies, like none of that had happened before. No, that yeah. was new. Yeah. And, and they sold the shit out of this yeah, movie like ahead real. of time. Oh, the, the online campaign oh, that went on for, you know, a so couple good. months before. And we saw it as a midnight show. Mm-hmm. So it was like on top of it, you had a great audience. You were in a situation where it was like heart pounding. And dude, I was tense for an hour oh, and yeah. 30 minutes.
3: See, it didn't hit me in the theater, it hit me when we got home. Yeah. That one lingered big time. And it was dark. And then I started going on the website and shit. Yeah. Oh, you know, yes. I was reading this. Totally spooked
1: we're, me, We're dude. so savvy now that nothing like that would yeah. work. Right, no. right. But how, at the time, like, it grabbed me. And the end, because, and a lot of people hate that movie. Because they're like, yeah. well, it doesn't show I anything. I like it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I love Hitchcock, it. man. I love it. I love that at the end, you never see what it was. Yep. And all you see is that dude standing in the corner. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she comes up and it's like. What's, what are you And it's just like scream, camera fall to the ground, everybody's dead.
4: Right yeah. I saw it, found it, found it creepy, and was telling my dad about it, and decided to take him to go see it. We get out once after he sees it. I've seen it my second time now, second time didn't work so much. No, but we walk out, my dad being an old backpacker, you know, I used to go backpacking all the time, just starts. Well, they should have had more than one map. (laughs) They should
3: have done this. They're dumbasses for letting this happen. You know. But you know, it's like you gotta you gotta put yourself into that situation of the movie and going. Here we are in the forest, lost. Something's out there fucking with us. We don't know what. Mm -hmm.
1: You gotta put yourself into that mentality. If you give yourself over to that type of experience the first time. Like and you're right. It never. I've tried to watch it again. It was never the same for me because I know what's coming. But I will. I kid you not, man. Like I was tense coming out of that film. And certain horror movies will get you that way. Like where you're like this. Like I. I don't know. I love The Conjuring. The Conjuring like made my. I enjoyed that. That My skin crawl like watching that movie. Such a good film. Um, but like a good horror movie, like especially if I watch them at home. Which is why I like going to theaters because if I watch it at home and it bugs me, like, if I'm freaked out enough, I'll turn it off and walk away because I'm, <laughs> like, so, like, I can't. I, and Elena's like, what's wrong? I'm all watching a horror film. She's like, are you all right? I'm all, i just I, I I I it's freaking me the fuck out right now, yeah, you know? Uh, we're in a light room with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, it, the thing is, is I, I give myself over to any movie as I'm watching it. Like, okay. that suspension of disbelief, I'm yeah. able to just, like, dive in and fully, like, I try yeah. to be as empathetic as possible while I'm watching it. Um, I do the same thing with comedy. Like, Elena, Elena's, like, she always wants to watch movies about people dying of AIDS or some shit oh, like that. Yeah. Like, every movie we watch, oh, it's a drama, oh, it's this drama. And See, I'm like, no, I Now, who's the shit. sick
4: person? The person that enjoys watching these fake torture movies or the person that likes watching movies about people dying from cancer? Uh, I don't she,
2: think it's the, the enjoyment of watching. Mean, I, not to take the comedy out of it, but... <laughs> But yeah, I think it's it's a reality yeah. that a lot of people are dealing with. Yeah, but I don't want to deal with that shit. Oh, that's I how watch, I'm at this. point. I want to
1: watch the fucking Hangover. I want to watch horrible yes. bosses. I want to yes. watch something that's going to make me laugh to make me forget about how shitty like the like planet Earth is for yeah. an hour and a half. And then I can go watch some. I can go watch Taken to like get my anger out. You know, yeah. I want to like yeah. watch Eastern no. Europeans get beat Liam up. Liam Neeson, you give me a reason to live. <laughs>
2: you know what? I, I saw my life with Michael Keaton. I don't need to see any more cancer movies cuz that was the beginning and the end. I I see the effects yeah. of dying from cancer. Yeah, that's I don't a, need to see The Fault in yeah. Our Stars cuz I know what The Fault in Our Stars is. It's my life. Yeah. Oh, you want to even mess it up even more by making it a kid. Well, <laughs> yeah.
3: my my movie on the horror that it didn't affect me as much as it did my my lovely beautiful wife <laughs> of 19 years who has gone to a, a ton of these movies I've dragged her to. She's watched Countless movies with me at home, but it wasn't until we had seen the remake of uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, wow. Carrie, too, dude. And we got to the scene where they were being attacked inside their motorhome. Now, my wife has actually gone on road trips similar to this with her family when she was growing up. And without skipping a beat, she looks at me in the theater, and we're a group of friends. She looks straight at me and says, I can't believe you brought me to this fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, she was hot, she was uncomfortable, and she was pissed at me. Now, what's in the original? She had not. I knew what was kind of coming. Um, it was But not this good. one, man, this one <laughs> no, fucking dude. bugged her, dude. And to this day, like, she's like, don't put that shit on. I, mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it. You know, um, that's definitely one uh, that I was going to bring that in the theater. uh, You know, now these movies. You know, I've been watching. You know, I I snuck into a Nightmare on Elm Street when I was a little kid. Oh yeah. yeah, Um, yeah. I've been watching these things since I was way way young. Yeah, but Nightmare on Elm Street, man. That's you know, I was a little kid, but it gave me nightmares. But
1: I loved it. Yeah. You know, for me, it gives me that rush. You know you know, you know, movie gave me nightmares when I was seven. Ghostbusters. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: same here. Ghostbusters. You yeah. yeah. fucking Demon, Do you, yeah. Do you Demon
1: Dog? Yeah. Demon Dog nightmares,
3: but you know what fucking in the very beginning the librarian. When oh yes. she, When she turned, man, I flew out of my goddamn well, seat when that happened. when, when they opened the refrigerator, yeah, yeah. dude, don't yes, tell yeah. me that there's something evil in my refrigerator. <laughs> Seriously. That's Ooh. where that's where all the good shit's at is in <laughs> the refrigerator. I was, I was taken to see Alien by my grandmother Ooh. at the drive in. And I'm Ooh. in the back seat of the car. I don't want to put my feet down in the you know the, the, the seat well there because I think the goddamn alien is gonna pull me down, dude um, so I, I've seen wildly inappropriate movies yeah. for my age when I was younger And look at me I'm a normal functioning member of society <laughs> Yes, that, Steve is normal Yeah And functioning So, uh, you know um, But that was one that stands out was, That one hit the wife pretty hard
1: All right, guys. So uh, Chris has got uh, another uh, book that we're going to introduce, and this one hits a little close to home.
2: Yeah, yeah. For um, about a year now, I've been working on uh, my own comic uh, called Grace, Um, and I'm finishing up the GoFundMe. The the art is all finished. Um, I submitted it to Comixology, which is an online distributor for comic books. Uh, which is really exciting because they have kind of the reading assist mode where you you can go, like, cell by cell or panel by panel. Um, And it's kind of like a guided reading technique. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, So I, I... submitted it once and they rejected it for formatting reasons they I guess they found the comic okay but the formatting was weird <laughs> that'd so, be funny if they're like ah, we can't really tell him this comic's bad yeah, so. yeah. Well, the you thing know. that was kinda of messed up is the the email came back and it said comiXology um, submission rejection oh, in, no, the, in the subject no. line and Then I opened it up and I was all depressed and I read it and it's like yours has conditionally been accepted
1: and you're like, Ditionally. yeah, I'm like, why
2: change your friggin, you
1: know, subject line. So, you know, it'd be great. Uh, uh, we'd like to give you some feedback. If you could have more robots, that yeah, would be more great. more robots and uh, sparkly vampires. And you're like, it's, a, it's it's not about that. No, no, no. We, we definitely, we got good feedback for you here.
2: <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, um, I'm getting ready to go to print. Hopefully I'll have it in time for uh, the end of the month, uh, October, and maybe take a handful of copies with me. To um, what's what's that one called? Kamikaze, I think. Kamikaze, yeah.
1: Kamikaze, Steve. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's nodding his head. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean the, the comic is um, it's a little longer than, than most comics. They come in at about twenty four to twenty eight pages. Um, I think I tapped out at like 32. Oh, wow. So it's a little bit longer. It's but a I'm, double issue. Hey, almost. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm establishing kind of the, the world of the character. And um, basically, Grace is is a young woman who is murdered in the first page, the first two pages of the book. And she has kind of like that out-of-body experience where she's given the option to come back and, and rejoin her life if she agrees to... Um, assist in the ushering of the unredeemable souls off to the afterlife, to their reckoning. Um, so she's a soul deliverer, basically. Well, I'm going to
1: tell you guys uh, at home, I am a, a comic book reader way back. I like a good story. Uh, and Chris surprised me with this. I did not know he was working on this. I just kept seeing him post uh, stuff to Facebook, like these pictures. I'm like, that's interesting. You know, Chris has got an interesting artwork style that I like. Um, it's a good read. Like, I, 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 It's a good read. I'm looking forward to future uh, issues um, it's, it's got a nice quality to it. Um, and Chris, if we were interested in, uh, I don't know, not necessarily purchasing yet cause we haven't gotten to print, but if there, is there a way that we, we can help
2: you out at this point? Um, well the, the GoFundMe will be closed, but I will take pre-orders okay. after that. How would um, I go about pre-ordering? Uh, it's real simple. It's, it's at, uh, Grace, G-R-A-C-E comic, all one word, gracecomic.com, um, I, I'm going to have some PayPal buttons or something up on there as soon as the GoFundMe closes. Um, the, the thing I think that makes this comic a little different is that, yes, there is violence in it because she does have to kill the individuals who are unredeemable. They're the monsters of society. Um, but I think that what makes it different is that even though she's doing um, the work of good or the work of creating balance in the world again, that there's still the emotional the psychological, the uh, mental um, effects of actually taking a human life. And I think that's, that's so overlooked um, in just about every comic I can think of. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hitting more of a psychological um, style that, that maybe um, isn't being addressed and that's what will make it a little different. That's that and it's black and white. That's and, great man, that's great. Well
1: uh, I mean we we're definitely gonna reach out to uh, other artists and other interesting uh, groups out there. Uh, uh, but you know what when we got one of our own that's doing something interesting we're always going to share it with you guys yeah. so uh, Grace uh, by Chris W. Thayer mm-hmm. uh, will be out and available in the not too distant future you can pre-order it if you're if you're interested as well and you, you can't figure out how to find Grace uh, comic comic.com uh, you can always email us at the address and ask Chris yeah. some information it's on Facebook too yeah or if you'd like to invest uh, please you know in the GoFund that even though it's ending Chris is still looking for some help to get yeah. that going yeah, absolutely you guys Can totally email them and check them out. So uh, thanks a lot, man. Uh, We're gonna move on now. Uh, uh, It's it's time for rants, guys. We're almost done and out of time. Uh, Does anybody have something they'd like to say? Chris, you
2: got anything over there? I got a rant. Since since we're gonna go and and just go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right. So um, recently, it was released that Apple was discontinuing the iPod Classic, which was enough for me to be effing furious because I'm one of those guys. I want my whole collection on one location. I don't want to go up to the goddamn cloud just to pluck my shit out of the air and put it on my iPod. I want to have access. If I feel like listening to Elton John and I'm in that kind of mood, I want Elton John. If I want, you know, White Zombie, I want White Zombie and I don't want to have to go back home and download everything and change my playlist again. So, I love the iPod classic iPod and Apple, they're so uh, – not iPod. Apple is so intent on having everything in the damn cloud, and haven't we learned already with the leaked photos that the cloud is not safe? So they're discontinuing the classic. I, I, uh, I, I, I agree. The cloud
1: is not a safe place to put naked pictures of yourself.
2: <laughs> or anything, the co- well, whatever.
1: I don't think anyone's cracking your music library. Is all I'm saying here. Okay,
2: I'm not worried about the security. I'm worried about access, Chris. I want Skynet, something man. big <laughs> enough. Skynet. Skynet, seriously. D. They're gonna they're gonna find my unreleased tracks yeah. and they're gonna release them and then it's all out of the. Did bed. you
1: guys? Did you ever see real quick segue? Uh, and we'll come back to this. Did, yeah. There was a video, and you guys, if you haven't checked it out, where somebody made a short film, uh, basically about the janitor mm-hmm. that helps Skynet like finally take over the world. Like, if if you never go look up uh, Skynet Janitor on YouTube, it's like about a seven-minute short film. It trips and hits the red button or something? Uh, Oh, no, no, no. It's, like, even worse. Like, it's fucked up. But I don't want to give it away. Okay. Go Uh, check check
3: it it out. out. Go check it out.
2: Skynet Janitor. Yeah, Well,
3: I think people put just too much emphasis on the cloud or whatever. Because when it's gone... So is your music collection. So is
2: everything you have.
3: And look, dude, we we were talking about this, Todd, on the way over here. We have got people around this planet who are actively working on... Yes. Fucking your shit up. Destroying it all, yeah. dude. Yeah. You know, your, your info will be gone. Your money will be gone. Um, all... Six or ten of Ron's illegal bank accounts will be gone, (laughs) you know. Um, And you know that's why you know I miss CDs and albums. You know, I look over. Chris has got a very impressive CD collection over there. You know, Um, you can come over and listen. I mean, sure, yes, it can burn to the ground, but (sighs) there's a lot less chance, I think, of that happening than some sort of glitch in the system and your
2: entire collection is now gone. So, Apple discontinues the iPod. Then we have these security breaches in the cloud. Okay, that was the second step. The third step was... uh, I just lost my third step. God (laughs) damn it. Uh, Oh no, the third step is now I suddenly have this new U2 album on all of my shit. (laughs) I didn't ask for this U2 album. Not that I wouldn't have downloaded it if they gave me the option, but I don't want them putting shit in my my devices automatically. Who the hell said they it could shows, do that? It
4: just shows you how much they can get into exactly,
2: your device. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that was the third step. Really? You guys are tripping on like Big Brother U2? is no,
1: like no, no. You're the, That's I, where I draw the line. Fucking Bono. <laughs> you know? Hey, man. That, well, a big thing. that was just, that was just hey, a, hey, another... Hey, hey, hey. U2's
2: fine, all right? Just it was shut another your face straw, over there. You know, on the camel's back. But the straw for me... Was when I decided, okay, my classic, the battery, has, has worn out. i got to go put a new battery in. Oh. So I thought, let's go out to Rancho Cucamonga, and we'll go to the Apple store. Now, I've never been to the Apple store. Have, it, have you, any of you been to the Apple store? I have not. I have. No. Okay. So I figure <laughs> I'm going to go to the Apple store. I'll put in my work order. I don't care if it takes a month to get this thing. It's a battery. How hard can it be? So I walk up to the front and I'm not even there yet. I can't even see inside. And I start getting this like bad feeling in the pit of my stomach as I'm coming up on the doors to the Apple store. As soon as I pull the door open, I look at Carrie and I go, I effing hate this place. I haven't even gone inside yet and I can't stand this place. The first thing I see are like 50 blue shirted jackwads buzzing around and I'm like okay, this is, this is like automatons running around here I'm already getting this bad vibe so I walk in and I figure I'm going to get mobbed by a bunch of these guys no one notices I walk in okay? so we walk in, make it all the way to the end of the endless corridor of shit lining <laughs> the walls of Apple I like every possible device you can think of and they're all wandering around and have their little clipboards and shit uh, they don't have clipboards, they have iPads where they're like clicking away on their iPads. So I walk to the end of the endless corridor of Apple shit and I get to the Genius Bar, which is literally a bar. And there's a ton of people sitting at the bar. And maybe of the 15 people at the Genius Bar, there are three blue shirted people talking to them and the rest of everybody else is sitting there going, when the hell is somebody gonna talk to me? I sat there for like five to 10 minutes and none of those pricks even looked at me as I'm sitting at the Genius Bar. So I look at Carrie and I go, I wonder if I have to make an appointment just to talk to one of these motherfuckers. So I wander over while she's waiting at the bar with the 15 other people who aren't being talked to and I go over and try to talk to a dude and he's talking to this other guy and I figure this is the guy because the customer has the iPod Classic in his hand and they're talking. I'm eavesdropping waiting to talk to this dude And he says, well, did you make an appointment to the other guy? He's like, no, I I figured I would just come in. Um, Well, we're all booked up for tonight. um, But you can come back on, and he's going through the dates. And it's like a three-day waiting list to talk to one of their effing geniuses to get a new effing battery in the iPod. Okay, So at this point, I look at the guy and I'm like, yeah, screw you, I'm not standing here. So I start waving carry over. She's like, No, they might come talk. She's no, let's you know, we'll wait. I'm like, Trust no, me, they're not gonna talk to me. They're not going to ever you're you're in the endless queue from friggin' Beetlejuice at this point. <laughs> and you're next to the dude with the little head. So at this point I'm like, No, let's go, and I'm starting to get mad. Let's get the fuck out of here. I hate this place. It is the most antiseptic it it was the nightmare future. From Brave New World, and they were all like gammas and deltas buzzing around doing their different thing. They're they all clones. And I, I get that moment. What was uh, the Captain America movie where the guy at the Apple store comes over and he's like, I have been Jeff? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. That was every one of those pricks that works there. I hate that place more than any location. I would rather spend 10 years in the DMV than to set five seconds into the Apple Store ever again. Because that shit's designed for
1: hipsters like Steve. <laughs> like, that's like... Steve's, what the fuck? Are you Steve's <laughs> a hipster uh,
2: again. You should have I swear you. to God, if there is a hell, <laughs> it is the Apple Store. That is just a glimpse of what hell will be if any of us end up there. And yeah, I exists.
3: just got a new phone. I didn't go to the the iPhone or the, the Apple oh Store. Oh, my God, I'd it's so horrible. But you support that Dude, bullshit. Dude, I... I I bought a fucking car faster Yes Than the actual process of getting this fucking From this phone to the next one And then he's fucking pounding away At the goddamn iPad And I'm like, hey man Do you know what the fuck you're doing? <laughs> like, do you just keep hitting these fucking buttons? And you're right It's, like, it's not like a, a normal customer service Fucking no. area that we're all used to They've got these like Cool, hit fucking tables. And then there's this fucking jack-off at the door. Like, he's the, I
2: don't know, he's the fucking confidence man. He's, a, he's like, the, you know, I don't know
3: who the fuck this guy is. And I then I'm like,
2: you know. Yeah. Literally, you probably spent two hours getting that new phone. I did, actually. Two hours. Yeah, and, and Lord, what, are, what, was this the Verizon store? No, AT&T. 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 Yeah. Oh, Verizon, Verizon's
4: just as bad. They're all the same. Bad.
2: They're all the same. And that's a Taste of what you will experience at the Apple store. They created this thing
1: called the internet where you can order shit and a nice man in a brown outfit brings it to your house and I don't have to deal with any of that shit.
2: That was the conclusion I reached after like five minutes of being in the Apple store. I I would rather spend 15 hours online trying to navigate the Apple store online than five minutes at the Apple store. Is this a battery
4: you can replace yourself? Nope. No, no that's the you problem. have to give it to them. And, that's, and, that's and they the discontinued of, the motherfucker. Yeah, I know. Yes, one Which is why this is why gonna gonna the now. This is the last time you're going to be able to get that battery replaced. That <laughs> no. that was my thinking. Yeah. They won't do it anymore. They're done.
1: Like they are not what? they're not, you know, I'll, I'll I'll hook you up. I know a guy cuz I just ha- I just uh, I you know. know in the
3: industry that I'm in, you know, I'm in the telecommunications industry myself and there are pieces of equipment that customers are fucking just fans of and you know it's just like that old phone where you stuck this piece yeah. here and you just talk yeah. right there. It's just gone, you know it's just. Time to move Nothing on. we could do, you know. I, I'll tell yeah, you what, Yeah, but this though. is a
2: piece of technology that has not reached the end of its usefulness. <laughs> right. There yeah. is a reason for having it. They yeah. want you to buy a new one, Chris. Yeah, I know that's, that's what really it is. The video is capability. Yeah. And I will be happy to I buy it, a new one. that like the same reason like that that every time Apple, Apple makes
4: hand. a new device, they change the power cord. Like, remember
2: oh remember God, when, the, when yes.
3: the iPod first came out, was, is it the metal case one? Yeah. You know, I mean look, they were building something
1: durable and now they're yes. like, We don't want to build and that's this why shit durable, we want it. this to break, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw my I have two iPod so. classics that Elena has broken in the last uh, Oh my god, six Apple is yeah. the devil. <laughs> um, they are the devil. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what, Steve. Remember how yeah. I've been like I'm I'm uneasy about Star Wars episode seven. I'm very uneasy about yeah. it. The Stormtrooper helmet design that we talked about in episode Dude, was one. it not designed by fucking Apple? It was designed by fucking it, Apple. No. No, it looks like it. It looks like my night, iPod put on a fucking Stormtrooper's <laughs> the head. Night,
3: the night that that fucking hit you know, Facebook, I saw that picture and the first thing I fucking thought of was... Stormtroopers brought to you by Apple. It was the <laughs> first thing. It Like I didn't want to talk shit, <laughs> At you know. Least it's but it's funny how so many people are coming around and saying like the same thing. Yeah. It was the first thing I thought of when I saw that helmet. I was like, wow, that That's- is clean and sleek
2: just like my iPhone that's great so officially so. Apple can suck it in my well <laughs>
1: Apple I, I, I still love my iPod so they, they did one thing right and but unless they want to sponsor our show
2: and then I'm a huge fan <laughs> right
1: <laughs> exactly alright guys well we're going to wrap it up uh, once again we are the Nerd Life Crisis Podcast I'd like to thank our special guest Mr. Todd Pemble thanks for coming again Todd thanks, thanks for having you, me Todd. yes alright uh, once again if you guys have any questions for us you can email us at nerdlifecrisis at gmail.com um, we're going to get a Twitter account Account up and running here in the not too distant future, along with an Instagram account, so you can find us there. Or you can uh, hit us up on Facebook, uh, Nerd Life Life Crisis, uh, with any of your comments or questions, and we'll get to it in a future episode. Yeah, please, please send us the messages because we're getting a lot of feedback from people. um, But you know, send us that stuff. Yeah, and we'd like to thank all of our listeners out there. And once again, guys, uh, I'm Ron Miltz. Chris, there, Steve Hale, and uh, we're having a Nerd Life Crisis. Thanks a lot.